Choosing an architect can be a very difficult task for a homeowner, and most likely you've never had to hire an architect before, and you don't know where to start. Hi, I'm Christian Novelli with N3 Architecture, and today we're talking about ways that you can compare architects so that you make the right decision for you and your family. When starting a new project, I often see clients go to contractors first or interior designers first. They don't always know that the architect is most likely the first person you should be talking to. And many homeowners are not familiar with the order and the processes that's involved in getting a project off the ground and started. And to them, it seems logical to go to the contractor, right? The contractor is gonna build the home so that why would I not go to them first? But hiring an architect is not just about creating the best design, but it's about creating the most efficient workflow. And it's about creating a clear path of communication because with good communication comes a good project. So there are many different places where you can start when it comes to actually hiring an architect. A lot of people might start off with referrals from their friends or their family or their neighbors. And referrals are great. If you know someone who had a great experience with an architect, then you definitely wanna have that architect on the list. But I also want you to take referrals with a little bit of a grain of salt because someone who spent a large amount of money on a professional service isn't necessarily gonna talk bad about that service unless it was awful. So keep in mind that everyone's needs are different Everyone's personality is different. So just because an architect was the good fit for your cousin doesn't mean that that same architect's gonna be a good fit for you. Before we can begin the process of what to look for when evaluating an architect, I want you to start with some personal reflection. First off, you need to have a basic understanding of some of the quantitative and qualitative aspects that you're looking for in your new home. So the quantitative could be the number of bedrooms or the number of bathrooms or the types of spaces that you wanna include. The qualitative goals could be what are your daily routines? What brings you comfort? How do you enjoy spending your time? What are the spaces in your home that get used versus not used? This list can be endless and you don't have to worry about having every single decision figured out before you even start talking to an architect. As a matter of fact, it's better if you don't have everything figured out because you wanna have a little flexibility. But having a good understanding of what you're looking for and how your new home will change your life for the better is good information to have before you start talking to architects. So next thing in the personal reflection category, do you have strong opinions about design, style, construction methods, sustainability, durability, maintenance? And let me just say, just because you watch shows on HGTV does not mean that you know what you're talking about. Remember, those shows are very misleading. They're scripted. They don't show real timelines. They don't show real budgets. And they are created to appeal to the masses, not your specific needs. Anyways, if you're a person with strong opinions or maybe if you're even a little stubborn about things and not open to different possibilities, then maybe hiring an architect to design a custom home isn't for you. Maybe you'd be better off finding a spec home builder where you could choose between three different floor plans and then have a selection of standard finishes that you can choose from. The next question to ask yourself is how much time are you willing to invest? Are you the type of person that's gonna be all in and wants to have full involvement and be involved in all the decisions and all the planning and have lots of meetings and lots of coordination? Or are you the type of person who's really busy 
and just wants to be involved in the major decisions and then you want someone else to worry about everything else without bothering you. Or maybe you fall somewhere in the middle. You see, knowing where you stand on these items will help you evaluate the level of service you need from your architect or if you even need an architect at all. If you're still unsure, go check out my video on custom design versus production homes, what's best for your family. Another reason why it's important to know these things about yourself before you start the process of evaluating architects is because not all architects are equal. Not all architects are great designers. Not all architects have a strong knowledge of construction and construction methods. Not all architects will help you with interiors and finishes. Not all know the latest and greatest products and systems. Some only wanna draw a basic permit set for you, while others like to detail every single inch of your home. Not all know how to properly evaluate and incorporate the site and the environmental conditions mixed with the way that you live in your house. Not all will show you 3D visualizations of the design so that you can better understand what you're looking at. You have to remember, it's not like you're shopping for a new TV where you can go to Target or Best Buy or Walmart or a local electronics store and compare and contrast the same product at different stores or similar products at different stores and make your decision based on cost. When hiring a service-based professional, the lowest cost is often the worst decision. Or maybe should I say the lowest cost will often give you the lowest level of service. And maybe that's fine. Maybe the low level of service is all you need. Or maybe you're the person who wants that higher level of service that white glove concierge treatment. So now that you've completed a little bit of personal reflection and have a better understanding of your needs, you can use that information when evaluating potential architects. And as you start to look for an architect, you might be presented with hundreds of different options. And which one do you choose? The goal is to narrow it down to a couple, maybe three, maybe five at the most that you think would be a good fit. So to start that process, I recommend looking at architects within a certain distance of either the house that you're gonna build or your current location. Keep in mind that you don't have to settle for an architect that's within that general location. I personally work on projects that are hundreds of miles away and spanning four different states. So if you come across an architect that you like, but they might be a little bit further away from you or your project, don't necessarily rule them out right from the start. With that said, it's good to have some sort of proximity to either you or to the project site so that they can have meetings and make site visits and just get out there and evaluate the site before the design happens. But with technology today, that's not always a deal breaker. The next thing you wanna do is to start to narrow down by specialization. So you don't want an architect who designs airports to design your home. Not saying that they can't, but again, it's a different skill set designing a home versus designing an airport. Some architects may specialize in just one or two project types, while other architects may have experience in lots of different project types. And all of that is fine, but what I think you should do is stay away from the architects that have no experience in designing the type of project that you're gonna take on. Using the airport example, I have never designed an airport. Could I design an airport? Yeah, I probably could design an airport. Would I know everything that goes into an airport? No, not necessarily. That doesn't mean that I can learn. But if someone's building a new airport, they're not gonna go to someone like me who has never designed an airport before, right? That just wouldn't make good sense. 
So the same thing with you when you're designing a home. If you're designing a home, you don't wanna hire an architect that only designs public schools or skyscrapers. So you've started with a big pool of architects, you've narrowed it down by location, you've narrowed it down by specialization. Now let's start to refine that a little further and let's start narrowing it down by design style. Look at the projects on that architect's website or social media. If you want a modern home, maybe you start to eliminate the architects that only design traditional styled homes. Or if you want a traditional styled home, maybe you start to eliminate the architects that only design modern homes. Or maybe you're unsure of what style home that you actually want. So maybe in that situation, you start to look at architects that have experience designing in multiple styles. I think that when you're looking at the style of work that the architect produces, it's equally important to look at the quality and the craft. Now, a lot of times the architect doesn't really have control over the quality of the final product. It's the contractor that's actually performing that work. But if you look at an architect's website and they have nothing but luxury homes and you have a budget of $300,000 for your home, then maybe the person designing the luxury homes isn't gonna be a good fit for you. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you wanna create a high-end luxury home. And in that case, maybe the architects that only have experience designing $300,000 homes are not the right architects for you. So again, look at the architect's published work and does the quality that's represented relate to the type of financial investment that you're going to make? The next thing that you can do is read their blogs and their social media posts and the written text on their website. I'm not talking about just looking at the pictures, I'm talking about actually reading what they have wrote about their work. How do they talk about their projects? What is important to them? Is what's important to them the same thing that's important to you? Or do you have different opinions? Does their messaging resonate with you? Or does it turn you off and push you away? What are some of the things that they stand for as a professional? So by reading their written content, you can start to formulate an opinion on what type of professional they are. And again, it also matters if you stand for the same things. So finally, after all of that, hopefully you've narrowed it down to just a handful of architects. And at this point, you can start to reach out to them and possibly schedule a, a phone call or, or an interview or an in-person meeting and start to have a conversation with them. What you need to be looking for at this point is, is this a person that you think that you can talk to, that you can communicate openly with and have a good conversation, not just in the in the good and exciting times when you're going through the design, but what about the hard times when things go wrong, when the project's over budget, when there's a construction issue? Think about, is that a person that I can actually talk with? Because design and construction is hard, and if you can't openly communicate with the person that you've hired, then it's not gonna be a good fit. The other thing that you have to consider is after you've evaluated architects and once you start reaching out to them, they're gonna start evaluating you to see if you are a good fit for them. Because I know I don't take on every project. I don't accept every client that calls me up or that fills out the contact form on my website. To work with me, potential clients have to apply. They have to go through a series of steps so that I can determine if they are a good fit for working with me and if they are someone that I wanna work with. 
and not everyone makes the cut. And once you start contacting these architects, you have to understand that just because you might want to work with them, they might not want to work with you. The goal is to find a situation where you want to work with that architect and that architect wants to work with you and your project fits in with their skills and their timeline and their skills fits in with the goals and dreams that you have. That's what you really want to be looking for. So when you get to the point where you're actually talking to and meeting with architects and trying to figure out if you're a good fit, here are some questions that you can ask. Number one, are they licensed? And the follow-up question might be, is your state or jurisdiction, does it require the services of a licensed architect or not? Some states require a licensed architect on every project. Other states don't require a licensed architect on residential. Even more states don't require a licensed architect up to a certain size. And then once you hit that size, then you need to be working with someone who's licensed. So is a license required in your state? And is the person licensed? Next, ask them, how will they gather information about your needs? You can ask who will make design decisions or who on their team or their staff will be working on their project. Chances are, if it's a smaller firm, you might be working directly with the principal architect or maybe a project manager or project architect. If you approach a large firm and you interview with the principal, chances are that that principal is not gonna be the one designing your house. And so you need to know, is that something that's important to you? Ask them what are the steps in their design process and approximately how long does each phase last? You can ask them what will they show you at, at your meetings so that you can evaluate the design and make decisions. You can ask what services do they provide during the construction phase? And if there are any contractors that they work well with. You can ask what their current workload is or if they have a backlog of projects, how long is the wait list until you can actually start working on my project? You can ask them what's their approach to energy efficiency and sustainability. And then finally get some information on what's included and not included in their fees. To wrap this all up, I highly recommend that you do not make the decision based upon the architect's fee. Now, of course, if your budget for your architect is $100,000 and the architect presents a fee of $200,000, obviously you can't afford that so you need to make the decision that way but when you're talking about architects that are 10 20 30 percent away from each other and their fees are relatively comparable you don't always want to choose the lowest option maybe they'll do a good job for you maybe they won't maybe the design will be okay but what if it's not what if you spend fifty thousand dollars on fees what if you spend hundreds of thousand dollars on construction maybe into the millions and then it turns out it's a design that you don't like and now you're stuck with it in that scenario would saving a little bit on the initial upfront fee be worth it to you to have to live in something that doesn't work for you for the next 20 years or 10 years or however long you want to live in this new home i would say again you know evaluating based upon the architect's fee is probably the worst way to go about it have a budget know what your budget is, know what you can afford, but then choose the best fit for you. The more expensive architect is not always the best solution either. Or maybe the more expensive architect is not the best for working for you. Know your needs, know what you want, find someone that you can communicate with, 
find someone with good experience and find someone that wants to work with you as a team. Work with you, the engineers, the design, the interior designers, the contractors, someone who thrives in that team situation. Because the smoother things go, the happier you'll be and the better the outcome. And all of that is more important than the architect's fee. I hope this helped you understand how you can compare architects and make the best decision for you. Thank you. wraps up another episode of the home design academy podcast i hope that you learned something and enjoyed yourself along the way please make sure to subscribe and leave a review on your podcast player of choice visit my website n3architecture.com for more information and go to the resource section of the website where you can find the book that i wrote the homeowner's guide to residential design and construction as well as some other information that will prepare you for your custom home project Feel free to email me any of your questions to chris at n3architecture.com. Contact me on Instagram. Even if you just want to say hi, just search for N3 Architecture. You can find me there. Also, I've started a YouTube channel. So go to YouTube, search for N3 Architecture. Follow the YouTube channel. There's some exciting things going on there. Thank you, and I will see you in the next episode.